Yakuza. Yakuza. Yakuza Kick Radio. Yakuza Kick Radio. Yakuza Kick Radio. Yakuza Radio. Yakuza Kick Radio. Yakuza Kick Radio. Yakuza Kick Radio. This is the bulldozer, Matt Tremont, that there's one place to listen to on the internet every Thursday, 9 p.m. Yakuza Kick Radio. Tremont says so. Who wants some? God help us. Jesus! God and baby. Jesus! Help us. Ladies and gentlemen of fucking America, this is Danny Havoc, and you have been listening to, or possibly are intending to listen to, the Yakuza Kick fucking radio. Fucking, yeah, Yakuza Kick radio. Hell fucking yeah! My name is Justice Page, and you are listening to Yakuza Kick radio. You're coming, they come from first this is a brotherhood, and we all stick together, like my nuts. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. the Kick Radio, the best in internet wrestling radio, period, bar none, just like Adam Cole. Everybody's a cunt but me in the world. I don't know what it is. But you go to the back, and you tell your boss that there's a new Yakuza in town. And Yakuza Kick Radio, and we're taking over. Yakuza Kick Radio has risen from the ashes of bad internet radio and become the premier place for any independent professional wrestler to stop and record their voice. The shit is bananas, well, this is Mr. Insanity, Toby Klein, and if you're not listening to Yakuza Kick Radio, then you're weird. Oh, I don't like the cut of your gym, fella. This is Greg Excellent, bearded dragon in the Northeast. You listen to Yakuza Kick Radio. If you're not, probably watching porn, you have this muted. You should be listening to it. Chase the man. Where are Biggie and Tupac? Yakuza Kick Radio. Give a nigga a little bubble cowboy, guys. All you have to do is listen to Yakuza Kick Radio, but now look at that rock, you want me to fuck that. Black dude, ow! This bullshit, man. <laughs> Motherfucker. Fuck you! Fuck you! And fuck you! Who next? And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the introduction. Hosted by J. Cat Morris. You are now listening to Yakuza All right, ladies and gentlemen, once again, <laughs> Sunday night edition of a collaboration between Yakuza Kick Radio and the Hot Tag. Uh, this is the first episode. I got J-Cat joining me right over here from Yakuza Kick Radio. What's going on, dude? What's going on? Same old, same old, man. We figured, you know, we'd do something different because uh, I'd been tired of uh, talking WWE and, and you know, uh, you know, typically indies I'm a little bit more excited about to talk to. 
So I figured, uh, you know, Jay and I and, and Boxman, we usually have a good chemistry when we do, like, you know, a little collaboration. So I figured, you know, we'd give them some more content. We'll have shorter shows on Wednesdays. And then J-Cat, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, obviously he doesn't watch as much wrestling as he used to. So there may be some Wednesdays where he's talking about different topics. But this way we can cover some wrestling on Sundays as well. But uh, with that said, you can check out J-Cat every Wednesday, 9 p.m., blogtalkradio.com slash Yakuza. And you can also go in on iTunes. And uh, if you can't find him by searching in iTunes, go on blogtalkradio.com slash Yakuza. There's a little button right at the right-hand top um, that says iTunes. Just click on that, and then you can subscribe. Um, same thing, mixler.com slash Podcast every Wednesday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn Radio. And follow us on Twitter and Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash Podcast. And also, Yakuza Kick has a Facebook as well. Type in Yakuza Kick Radio. Um, Jeremy is kind enough to post all the shows and some classics. If you want to check that out, go give him a like. Listen to that shit. But uh, with that said, Jay. What's going uh, on? Nothing, man. You know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm pulling a DJ, man. I'm plugging machine over here. Yeah, man. I was going <laughs> to hit the fucking bathroom if you didn't shut up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, you got you to gotta plug, man. The plugs are the fucking... Come on, man. I guess. I don't know. I mean, if you're listening, you're listening. If you're not, I don't know. Well, nobody would be able to find you. Phil. I mean, generally, you're plugging on, on the thing that people are already listening to. No, not necessarily. You need to plug know. somewhere else where they're not listening and bring them over. No, you'd be surprised, man. Some people post clips on YouTube and shit. They don't know what show is from. When they hear the plugs, they know where to find you next time. Maybe. Oh, I know, man. I'm telling you. This is the thing. I mean, if you're watching TV and they're like, watch this show. <laughs> yeah, well. I'm fucking watching the show. Can you just play the fucking. Jesus. Yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, you know, last night CZW happened. Yeah, it did. Uh, I guess. And it happened. From what uh, I heard. I was like an hour late to the show, but uh, from what I saw, was it was a, it was a good fucking show, man. And I left early, too. This is actually a pretty good fucking combination that I came up with. This is hilarious. Earlier. Dude, it's it's too much, man. It, it, this is hilarious. Not only did you show up like an hour and a half late to the show, you still left early. Yeah, dude, I got I got to beat the parking lot, man. I can't deal with it. Have you broken it down to exactly how much you're paying per match at this point? Uh, so I watched five matches, so right around four bucks. Okay, okay, not bad. Four bucks. That's not bad. Could be worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, dude, I'll pay four <laughs> bucks a match if it's matches I want to see. What I managed to do was I avoided the dub boys, which I don't give a single fuck about. So I, I didn't see that. You know what I mean? That was the first match. Didn't see that. Um, which they went against Private Party. I mean, you kind of put me on Private Party. I didn't really know much about them. Yeah. But those dudes are nice, man. I mean, I'm, I'm glad CZW's finally using them. Yeah, I think they're really talented. Especially with, like, the tag team division just being the shits right now. You know, EYF mm-hmm. got signed, so they're kind of gone. Yeah. Um, Zachary Wentz and, and Desmond Xavier, Scarlett and Graves. Uh, obviously, you know, Xavier got signed by TNA, so he's pretty much gone. So they lost that tag team. Those were, like, the two best tag teams they had. And Hit Squad, you know, Hit Squad, it's kind of hard booking Moff all the time. So, right. uh, yeah, I mean, the division is, is pretty much, uh, there, there is, it's non-existent. It's the Dub Boys and, I guess, now Private Party, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So, so you missed that one, though, right? I did miss that one, yeah. Thank God. Or you didn't miss it, whatever. Oh, miss it. <laughs> both ways, both ways. I missed right. it and didn't miss it. Right. But, yeah, I mean, those guys, they're super young, man. That dude, one dude fucking looks like he's like 16. Yeah. I have a party, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so those dudes, I mean, I could definitely eventually see them, you know, making it big and kind of killing the indies because uh, they had a match against the uh, Ugly Ducklings, the guys the CCW booked after GCW. 
Right. Um, I never saw the CZW match. Again, I was late to that show, so I didn't miss that one. But uh, they fucking killed it in GCW with the, with, uh, the Ugly Ducklings. And um, it was like a TLC match, except they used doors, you know. And uh, shit went like fucking like 35 minutes, dude. Shit went way too long. Yeah, that one kid looks so young. I'm surprised Feinstein doesn't have three best ofs in a shoot <laughs> interview with him yet. He'll try. Oh, speaking of Feinstein, yeah, this fucking guy was there last night, right? Because he only does, like, I guess, like the quote-unquote big CZW shows now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I see him at, like, House of Hardcore and other places. Like, other places, you can see, like, his, his table will be flooded with fucking marks, and they're buying this and that. CZW, nothing. Just nothing. Not a fucking soul looking at the tables, you know? Yeah, and, that's good. Yeah, it is good. Uh, before intermission, he started wrapping his shit up and just leaving. <laughs> so, yeah, I love seeing that. I love seeing him just going to fuck this and, and going home. Brought so many fucking Good times. Cards. Awful. Left awful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know about him, man. He was, uh, it was kind of awkward seeing like Zandig come back to CZW and having this dude show up to the Zandig show and try to like sell his DVDs and shit because I know clearly they don't like each other. Right. So that's a super awkward situation. I was actually hoping Zandig would walk around and see this guy, but that never happened. Uh, yeah. 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 But uh, I missed the uh, David Starr and fucking Zack Sabre Jr. match. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, it was probably good. Yeah, Loudy told me it was like it was match of the night. They fucking killed it. Um, I don't know if I would give it match of the night because I mean I, I like David Starr and Sabre, but they're not really like you know. I, I don't really see the hype. Saber's really good. I'm just not big on people who aren't built like wrestlers. It just it takes away something from me. Even if you work really, really well, if you're built like a teenage girl, like I, I don't know, I just something about it just takes me out of it a little bit. Well, let me ask you this. I'm I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because uh, a few of of the guys that you really enjoyed, they weren't built like wrestlers at all. You know, rest in peace to J.C. Bailey, but he wasn't. He didn't look anything like a wrestler. Um, yeah, the beginning he was like flabby as shit. You know what I mean? Deathmatch wrestlers kind of leaves a little bit of room for that. I think. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess Indies overall does leave a little bit of leeway for that. As far as like a JC, there's things that made those guys special. JC, his selling ability, his ability to set a ring up. As far as the uh, the you know deathmatch those goes, he would come out. He was an architect. He would come out and start building things immediately. More yeah. so than even like slapping hands with the fans he was looking at where everything was placed because he had a plan for everything in the match you know and his selling was bananas i mean he would scream when something hit him instead of these assholes are all you know cutting their own heads and fucking laughing at the light tubes and shit it it makes it all look worse um and then you know drake i mean he was he was an animal i mean these guys just came out and they were just crazy so you get past their look when that type of thing happens. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little bit of a hypocrite with that. But um, I think when it comes to more like pure wrestling and, uh, you know, I'm supposed to sell believability on a strike or, you know, someone holding an arm on a guy that's three times the size of him. It's just to me is not as believable. Yeah. No, Saber definitely, you know, he, he needs to gain some weight and put on some mass. But I mean, the dude, like, I don't know, man, I, I like he's he's. I don't want to sound like a dickhead, but he's too, like, pure for me as far as a wrestler. You know what I mean? He's, like, the yeah. legitimate type. Like, it's boring to me. I, I, don't, I can't watch a 1,001 holds. I need some kind of yeah, you know, crazy spot in there. I agree. Oh, I, I mean, for me, you know, uh, like, uh, my favorite thing in wrestling, and that's the thing, like, you know, the spot wrestling gets criticized and the deathmatch wrestling gets criticized. I want to see, you know, hard-hitting, head drops, 
you know, crazy spots. That's what I want to see. I want to see an action flick. I mean, it's not for everybody, but to me, that's what I want. Like, the older I get, the more I want, like, all the bullshit cut out. I don't need your, you know, stalling headlocks. I don't need your drop downs and fucking shoot off Irish whip leapfrog. I've seen that a million times. Let's get to it, you know? Right. I mean, that's kind of how I feel, man. It's just like, I don't know. I don't I don't need as much of a story as most people. You know, I don't need, like, the whole, like, how, oh, he wasn't, he didn't sell enough. He didn't wait six seconds before he got up. It's like, I don't care how yeah, it's, it's whatever. You know? I mean, I can understand with certain matches with, like, Ricochet and Osprey. Yeah. They, like, they just, like, completely just dance. You know what I mean? That's not even, like, really, they're not even hitting each other. They're just dancing. I like that shit, though. I mean, I enjoy it, but I can understand why people would criticize that. I personally don't really care because I like both guys. But, like, certain certain ones like that I can kind of understand. Or it's like, all right, well, that looks really choreographed and it looks like two dudes in a gymnasium dancing around each other, which is, you know, each his own. But yeah, you know, with, with guys like, you know, like with matches with, like, Janela and Saber and all this stuff, like those guys, like, dude, that they sell enough. I don't, I don't really care to see the guy lay down for the next 20 minutes to make it look believable. You know, I don't bore the fuck out of me while I'm at the show. I'm paying four bucks a match. I don't want to do that, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, my thing, too, is, you know, people have always said, you know, the, the critics on the spot wrestling are like, it doesn't look like a fight. It doesn't. My first thing is like, all right, first off, cut it out. I understand that wrestling is supposed to mock some kind of fight. When was the last time you were in a fight? You grabbed a guy's arm, threw him somewhere, and they came bouncing back at you. I mean, <laughs> the yeah. whole the whole technical side of wrestling isn't realistic. I know it works for you because it's been going on a long time, but. The simplest thing is not a realistic thing. I mean, so it is what it is. And I think when it comes to like the um, like Osprey and and Ricochet, I look at that more as two tremendously athletic guys trying to one up each other, you know, more so than just like a fight. Right. Even like, you know, a, a lot of these people that criticize these matches are the same ones that enjoy like a Canadian destroyer. You know what I mean? And that's like the most unbelievable move. Like, there's no way you can sell me on that, dude. Like. Yeah, the guy yeah. flips with you? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Come on. Yeah, try to make that happen in a fight. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, do Canadian Destroyer. Let me know how it works out for you. Yeah, it's, it's retarded. But uh, speaking of real fights, um, we'll, we'll get back into CZW to the portion I saw, and then, you know, we can, we can talk about that. For, I know you haven't seen it, but no. probably have some thoughts on it. Sure. Um, but uh, speaking of real fights, Joe Gacy. <sighs> um, so this dude went on Facebook um, – and he basically said that, yeah, I'm the CZW champion. A lot of people don't like me. This, that, and a third. If you have any problems with me, you can face me in real life, and I'll go live on Facebook, and I'll defend my title against fans, wrestlers, people that work for CZW, staff members. I don't give a shit. I'll wrestle anybody. Um, so there was a, a, a spot they did with a fan, which uh, I personally didn't like. I'm going to give it to Jay. W- overall, man, ex- explain to the folks like that whole fucking scenario and, and what you thought about it because i thought it was the silliest shit ever well you know this to me was was the um the final stake put in the heart of joe gacy's title run um this i i from the start didn't like see there's so many layers to this i i never liked gacy being champion um going into i just gotta you know preface everything i'm gonna say after this with how i feel about it going in um Joe Gacy is a solid mid card guy. I think he's he's perfect as uh, um as an Iron Man champion or a wired champion, whatever you want to call it. Um 
I, Joe Gacy is a guy who I would make best of the best champion for the same reasons why they sold you on why they would make him world champion. I think you could put him through three rounds of best of the best, putting him against a Sammy Callahan, a Black G's, and those guys who he has torn it up with. And I, I would be completely down with him winning best of the best. As a homegrown CZW guy, as a guy who has busted his ass for years for CZW and has gone through the tag division you know, with Ryan Slater. He's been in the Switchblade conspiracy way back. Um, I mean, there's so much that this guy has done, and I believe he's earned a spot. I think world champion is a completely different scenario. And when he went into it as world champion, um, Jonathan Gresham was the world champion. He had sold these, I, I don't know any other way to put this, but Marks as a guy who hated deathmatch wrestling. He, he put... Uh, like promos out saying deathmatch wrestlers are trash and fans were legitimately pissed off. Like he believed that, like he felt that way. This is a guy who worked for IWA mid South. This is a guy who worked. Do you really think he hates deathmatch wrestling? That's insane. But anyway, the fans bought it. So they hated his guts. You could have put anybody in the world over Jonathan Gresham and they chose Gacy. The fans went nuts. And I immediately I said, I don't like this. I saw it coming because, you know, they put him over Sammy. They put him over Jesus. I said, man, you can see you see what's coming. And um, and I said, man, this is going to wear off. Give it a month. Give it two months. And that's exactly what happened. And um, CZW started booking a mid card. They started booking them anywhere but the main event. They didn't even believe in their decision to put him as a world champion. If they did, he would have been main eventing and they would have been spotlighting that and putting out the top of their card. And um, advertising that is this is our guy, but they weren't even doing that. So the final staple was this guy put out this Facebook challenge thing where he was going to kind of do like a crash Holly title defense anytime thing. He did his first, uh, I guess, title defense on this where he went to a bar and he stood around looking awkward with a title like one of those people that walk into wrestling shows like no one else is in a bar. It's Shaheen's favorite people. Yeah. <laughs> No one else stands in the bar with a fucking wrestling belt. So <laughs> you look like an asshole to be. Yo, can you him. imagine that? <laughs> you just fucking dude show up the bar with a belt. People just side eye him like, look at this asshole. You know? And he's like, I'm waiting for a fight. You're like, dude, you should be waiting for a bus. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and you, I, know? you know, if the bar was filled with wrestling fans that recognized Joe. Oh, shit, it's the CZW champion, <laughs> Joe Gase. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's going to happen at any fucking bar. Yeah, the people that were in his back seat when he drove there. That's about it. Um, <laughs> so, and I said it on your show, and I've said it on my show, um, that the result of this was going to be him wrestling like Frankie Picard in an Applebee's or some shit like that. That's that's what we were going to get out of this. And um, so let's fast forward to this kid. He he meets up with a kid that goes, yeah, I want to fight. And he's just some kid. So... Uh, Technically, this kid got a shot at the CZW world title. Right. Just some fuck. He's not a wrestler or anything. They're standing in the parking lot, and Gacy's doing, like, his, I guess, impression of an entrance. And he's, like, holding his head like he's nuts and, like, leaning against the wall. Like, what's about to happen is crazy. So then, like, I guess there's a ref there or some. I don't know what goes on. It was one of the friends. It was the guy yeah. being a ref. One of the friends is deemed a ref. So now they call, like, okay, action, or whatever the fuck they said. <laughs> Let's get it on, or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. So Gacy immediately grabs the kid and drags him to the grassy area, because that's what you do in a fight, is you find the softest place for the kid to land. Right. Suplexes him on the grass and pins him. So, again, 
this kid just got a shot at the CZW world title. Why does nobody have a problem with that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you didn't stage, like, a bunch of people we know, like, oh, shit, I bumped into fucking uh, Janela somewhere. Like, Janela drives Uber cars. Was it that hard for, to fucking find him? Yeah. Hit the Uber button on your phone and then wrestle him <laughs> in the parking lot when he gets there. I don't understand. I, I really don't get it. Steve Scott isn't available. Nobody we've heard of is available. You got some asshole. You suplex him on the fucking grass, and that's a world title defense. I mean, come on, man. So then the next thing they do is Joe Attell says something about his girlfriend on Facebook. Now, you got everybody from fans to actual wrestlers buying into this and going, don't even wrestle him. Fight him in the locker room and don't even wrestle him. Of course it's a work. The whole time. And um, now Joe Gacy is doing like nightly Facebook live videos, 45 minutes, an hour, like just proving that he has absolutely nothing to do with his time. Clearly, he's not that important. He, he doesn't have a lot to do. He's not booked all over the place. He's not traveling. He's sitting in front of his Facebook going, do you guys got any questions? And then Joe Attell, who he happens to be Facebook friends with, is in the chat room, is in his facebook chat then going i want to fight you you're dead and then he acts like oh here's this guy again it's like dude you fucking invited him to this shit dude the best part was when he went uh on on facebook and like five minutes into it like his his mom or something walks in the garage (laughs) 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 that's hilarious mom trying to act tough here mom that was the best (laughs) fucking part he's sitting there with a belt somebody walks in the garage yeah i'm on the promo spray <laughs> uh, back out that's hilarious and it's just you know look like i said before i i'm behind gacy doing a lot of things uh i'm i think he belongs in a company i think he's an asset to a company he's a hard-working dude he proved every every bun who doubted that he should be world champion i believe he proved them right and it's not that he didn't work hard in the matches he had or anything like that this Facebook shit was the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen. And, you know, so he goes into this show. He ended up fighting Joe Attell, fighting Joe Attell, you know, the real shoot fight thing. And they use, like, light tubes and shit. Yeah, like, suplexes and shit. Suplexes and light tubes and shit in, like, a yard somewhere. I didn't even watch the whole thing. I, I just... I couldn't you couldn't see half the video. Yeah. I, I, uh, I Sheen tagged me in it, and I was like, what the fuck am I watching? And yeah. literally, you couldn't see a good three minutes of it because it was too dark. It's like, you know, I hate to say it, but if you're going to do this, might want to do it in the fucking daylight. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, especially if you're using a fucking, you know, something like Nokia phone from like 19, you know, 1999 or something. Yeah, the feed's terrible. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they started out the, the quote unquote fight as trying to like, you know, sell you on it being a shoot, like swinging on each other, but not full, like, you know, full contact. And a couple seconds in they're they're doing chops and fucking, you know, doing suplexes and super kicks and shit. And it's like, yeah, he was dude. yelling. Are you going to show up as the dudes pulling up? Well, I'm fucking here. Yeah, I'm showing up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, not only that, like the, the three or four days prior to that, they both. Like at the same time, sat on Facebook chatting at each other in front of the fans, saying, "Wait till Friday, man." It's like, dude, you both have time right now. Yeah. If you fucking hate each other so bad, I, I have proof that both of you are not busy right now and for the last forty-five minutes. 
Yeah. I mean, uh, you guys could meet in the middle. I mean, it, like, there's no way you're that far away from each other. Oh, right. God. Yeah, well, the, the one's best in Jersey, people... one's in New York. I, I'm pretty sure you can meet at the fucking rest area and kill each other if you like. Well, in 45 minutes that you just spend live on Facebook. Okay. Right. But, yo, I, I, fucking, I thought the, the light tubes were hilarious. In a shoot fight, <laughs> this guy sets up a table with <laughs> tubes on there. And it's like, all right, dude. Like, I mean, obviously, we knew it wasn't you know, shoot, but a lot of people fell for it. And it's funny because you'll see even like 15 minutes into the video, people are commenting like, oh, shit, he's actually whooping his ass. And it's like, are you watching the same shit I am? Because yeah. this, I mean, they're super kicking each other. You think the guy's letting the guy super kick him and slap his knees? Like, you, come on, man. You fucking kidding me? Yeah. And, and you know, they had light tubes, like ready tables. <laughs> That's yeah. what you drive around with in case you get in a fight. I've been, dude, I've been trying to find light tubes for TOD and TOS, and I can't find them. How the fuck do you ironic? in Joe Gacy's car. Yeah, Joe Gacy. Yeah, he's the, he's the I hope he shows up to whatever you're going through because yeah, he's, he's got the, light he's tubes the light tube. He's the light tube plug, man. That dude apparently has a whole fucking truck full of them. So then, you know, this took like the worst turn ever. Um, you know, as far as Joe Gacy continuing this embarrassment is, he just lost the world title to Leo Rush last night. Now... Apparently, the fans followed that with chanting, don't come back, don't come back, which is obviously harsh because, again, like I said, this guy had matches that were straight up over with the fans right before he won the title. And um, I just think he was put in a position to fail. Not only that, the, the Facebook Live videos, that, that shit isn't cool. So it was another situation where you could have put anyone over him and it was going to be immediately over. And it was. And... I mean, Leo Rush is a tremendous wrestler, but, um, he, you know, he's a heel. So a heel went over a guy who was supposed to be a face. Gacy never really went heel. He only reacted to the people that hated his title run. Well, he never actually went heel. Jay, let's 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 clear this up real quick, because, I mean, obviously, like he, he said some shit on his Facebook today um, and yeah. he's talking about the front row guys, you know, Steve, the cookie guy, the kid, Mike, that's it's next to him. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the other dude, but yeah. uh I mean, those guys, I mean, they've been around forever. It's, it's, I mean, they've been booing people for as far as I've been going. It's, I don't think anybody's cared before. And it's so fucking weird to me to see Gacy get that emotional about it. Because, like, you, part, haven't, yeah. you yeah. haven't watched it live, you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> like right. uh, last night, you could tell, like, that shit really got to him. Because yeah. he was taking chairs, he was breaking chairs on the floor, like, recklessly, you know what I mean? Just throwing them. Then you can tell that wasn't part of the match, because, you right. know, also got hit with the with the chair, and he got real pissed, which we'll yeah. have to get into, because it's fucking hilarious, but... Um, yeah, definitely want to hear about that. Yeah, but, like, dude, dude is, like, super emotional about it, and then he goes on and says, oh, I don't give a shit what any of you say. It's like, cl dude, clearly, like, clearly you care. You care way too oh, much. Oh, yeah. You and you're let those three people get to you that bad, where you're... Going on fucking you know Facebook Live and shitting on all the fans and this then and third, but I mean I like yeah. him too. You know I I agree with you. I like him as a mid carder. I think him and Tim Dons, Tim and Joey Janela fucking killed it. Yeah, he's had plenty of great matches, um, including the one from last night. But uh, it just I can't look at the guy as a, as a champion. You know what I mean? I don't. I just no. And he did. He followed that with going on Facebook and telling those guys. And you know those are the guys that I like. I say, like, you could shit in their, like, if their door is unlocked, you could shit on their passenger seat. And when they come out and find that, the next month they're just going to bring paper towels and Febreze, but they're not going to stop coming to the fucking show, no matter what you give to those fucking dudes. Those are the fucking guys 
that you're going to call an embarrassment to being a fan and you guys are fucking terrible and this and that. I guarantee you they were popping for shit all show. They, yeah. You know, they're saying oh, all you guys do is boot. That's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit because I've seen them mark out like schoolgirls for Nick Gage and so many other people. <laughs> yeah, so many people. When he came back, yeah. Like, I mean. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's the thing. Like, it, it's because, like, and then, like, um, Alex Payne shows up. Alex Payne is one of the worst representations of a professional wrestler as far as I'm concerned. I've always hated that kid. He looks fucking retarded. He's another dude that doesn't look like he's seen a gym. And he's got, like, a goth gimmick. Like, I'm really scary. Yeah. No, you're not. Shut the fuck up. Go sit down. He's got, like, like a hoodie with, like, hair attached to it. So when he puts it over his head, he looks like he's got long hair. But he's got, like, a, like a military cut. Wait, who and is eyeliner. This? Who is this? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Alex Payne. Alex, who the fuck is that? He was in CCW for like a hot second, um, like a while ago. Um, he works on point. He works about, but he started to explain what, what pro wrestling is and, and what, what they should be doing as fans and how they should be ashamed of themselves. And it's like, dude, no one fucking likes you. There's a reason why you're not booked in CZW and many other places. And that was half of my issue with too, with the whole Joe Attell thing. This is a guy that CZW isn't booking in dark matches and you built this long story Facebook feud for the world title. Come on. I thought he was going to show up at the show last night, to be honest. I thought that was, like, their way to, like, bring that guy he in. He might have been there. Do you even know what he looks like? Because I don't. I honestly don't. I have no idea. I don't even know. I had never heard of this guy before. The whole this... family might have been there for all you know. Yeah, I don't fucking know, man. You know? Yeah. Um, it could have been an Attell family reunion, and that was, like, a quarter of the crowd. You wouldn't even know. <laughs> well, Frankie, uh, Frankie, what is his name? Prickard? P- Pritchard? Picard. 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 Yeah. There you go. Whatever, close enough, man. He usually has like half his fucking family like fill up the second second row, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's but, the only that's the only group that pops for him when he comes out. But you know, they're super super upset, and there's a bunch of people like you know rallying back against this. Oh, how dare you disrespect Joe Gacy like that? But Joe G- Gacy was put in a spot he didn't belong in. And that's how the fans reacted to it. And you could, and you know, you can not like what I'm saying, but it's the fucking truth. And it, the truth speaks volumes when it comes to the reaction and the result of the entire thing. I said it before, I said it during, and I said it after. Now everybody's an asshole that's billing them. Come on, man. No. You, you can't just put things, you know, DJ has a habit of doing the Vince McMahon thing. I'll do what I want, whether you like it or not, and that's what it's going to be. Well, that works for Vince because people will show up no matter what. I mean, that's it's not going to work on a on a high level for DJ. I mean, it works with those same guys that you're calling ridiculous and you're calling pathetic and 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 um, embarrassing as fans. Yeah, but they're the ones that are paying every fucking month for less. That's what I mean. Those are the ones it's working for. So you could attack them until they stop showing up, and then good luck on your fucking attendance because you're relying on those type of people. Right. Um, I, I don't know. I just I, – I don't really know, you know, how else to put it or what else to say about the, the whole Gacy thing. But it's just – it shouldn't have happened to begin with. It really, really shouldn't have happened to begin with. Yeah. Uh, you well, know. My, my main issue was a lot of people were coming at those dudes for responding back to him. You know, and like – you know, that's Steve, dude. He's like an older guy. You know what I mean? He's, he's, been, he's been fucking at CZW since – the first time I've ever watched CZW footage, you know what I mean, dude? It's been around forever. The cookie guy, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then like people were people were saying like, oh, why would you guys, you know, I, you know, and in, including uh, you know, your friend Perry, he un- unfriended, he got unfriended because right, 
you know, like they were talking about Gacy or whatever the case is. But it's like, dude, they were Gacy. The status that he put up was talking about those guys. Like, why wouldn't they respond? Clearly, that's who he's talking about. The thing is, too, is same corner. It's these dudes. He goes up to him every show and talks shit two minutes and and gives it. It's almost like they're fucking like working him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's crazy being the mark right now. It's backwards. It's fucking weird. Yeah. You know, that's the thing, too, is um, Perry's a real. really nice is there's more people reacting to the fans saying don't come back to joe gacy rather than figuring out what the reason is that they're saying that and i think the reason that they're saying that is because they don't want to see him as world champion again they don't want to see the facebook shit with the world title behind it you know they don't want to see any of that stuff if you had a mid carter guy doing that you'd be like ah look at this idiot you know he's up to you know uh, ridiculous things again but what that's supposed to be the flagship of your company it's not it's not good the same way I, that i saw you know that swf czw invades swf i'm sorry man czw world champion and owner should not be on a fucking shindy doing an invasion angle it's a shindy nobody cares about that and you you yeah. lower your company's standards by going in there and doing that do you see ring of honor invading shindies do you see evolve invading shindies no come on with your bullshit handshake deals djs it's nonsense no one gives a fuck other than swf gives a fuck a lot because it makes them a bigger deal for five minutes yeah even even ecwa they invaded ecwa and like ecwa like you know with all due respect they, they put in their time and stuff but like dude it's been the shit since like fucking yeah, i give it no 2000 nobody gives a fuck about ecwa right now right no huh that's a shindy now. You know, it always kind of was a shit. Yeah, I mean, it's a shindy, though. Their know? Super 8 has history to it. Their Super 8 has some, you know, prestige just because of what it was or, you know, right. whatever the case is. But, you know. Yeah, I, years ago, though. You know, like. Yeah, that's that's all there is to it. Yeah. And for people that don't know ECWA, you know, like the Super 8, dad guys like, you know, Daniel Bryan, Homicide, Xavier, CM Punk. You know, a bunch of people did those shows. Um, But. It's you know it's clearly not the same thing. It's almost like the Monster Factory, you know. Yeah, and Just and for people shit. who don't know ECWA, point proven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I honestly I've never seen a, a ECWA show other than you know the Super Eights from back in the day. I have those, but I've you know never had any interest to actually go to a show or anything. But um. Yeah, it's I don't know, man. I just think it's super fucking weird that he's this emotional about it, and it just that kind of rubbed me the wrong way because it's like, dude, like you're supposed to be out here working these people, you're letting people, you know, and it's not even that many people. It's the the main three guys in the front row that are getting to you. Yeah, uh, and you, not for nothing, but the Cookie guy is, has been known uh, from you know many different accounts I've heard from wrestlers, from from Zandig to many other people, especially when that whole thing went down with David Starr. A lot of people would stick up for him and say that he funded a lot of stuff. He money marked a ton of bookings for CZW back in the day. So all that nonsense, because that dude's got money. He's part of the Purdue family. The dude's got money. Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of a known fact. I mean, everybody knows that, you know. Right. He was helping out the company, basically, you know, funding whatever that needed to be. But sure. I mean, yeah, a lot of those guys, it's like, yeah, dude, you know, they get those same seats for a reason, you know. Um, well, I mean, I, I wouldn't even go that far. I'd say because, you know, I did 10, at least 10 years in front row of CCW. And the thing is, is if you stay That's coming every month, 
That's what I mean, though, because they get those same seats because they've been there for 15 years. So, yeah, right. if you were there for 10 years, yeah, you should get the same fucking seats. Yeah. Now, I didn't mean it in, like, a bad way. I was saying, like, they put in time. So, like, yeah, that's why they sit in the same seats. Yeah. You know I thought I mean? you meant money-wise or whatever. No, like, no, no. It's just no, I just meant, like, out of like, respect. Like, you give them the same seats because, you know, yep. they supported you since day one. So, like, Absolutely. look out for the ones that supported you, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I just I, – I don't really know those dudes, but, like – I'm not that big on Gacy being the champion, you know what I mean? Not not, not big at all, actually. But uh, no, I think, I think totally they're against the situation because, like, yo, yo, they pay their fucking ticket. They should be able to do whatever the fuck they want. Why should they be silenced by Joe Gacy or, you know, a bunch of other dudes that are saying, oh, you're still the best in the world and, and this, that, and a third? It's like, dude, like, they paid their money. Let them do what the fuck they want. If they want to chant, you know, don't come back, that's fine. A classic example. Yeah, how many people hate John Cena is the biggest thing in the WWE. And they've gone to the point where chanting John Cena sucks to the fucking the the tune of of his song. At this point now, he he waves his fingers along like he's, you know, playing the chorus with them. That's how he reacts to a shitload, thousands of people hating his guts. He smiles and plays along. This guy fucking flips out on Facebook and tells you why you're a disgrace as a wrestling fan. Like, get the fuck out of here. This is why he's not a world champion. Yeah. Uh, You would have found his entrance fucking hilarious last night, dude. This guy came out with a bunch of drones. So (laughs) it was like a a shindy version of the Undertaker entrance. So there's like, you know, 16 drones coming out. Uh, And then fucking, uh, not drones, druids. Uh, coming out, and then fucking this guy comes out being carried in a cage. You know what I mean? Like, yes, he was in a cage. They were, where were in a cage. Where were those druids when he needed lighting on his Facebook video? Yeah, 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 yeah. Druids was just not at the right. <laughs> but held time. candles. It would have went better. Oh, they did. They had candles, but uh, they carried this dude in a fucking cage, right? It, it was almost like one of those cages they would use for like Jim Cornette or, or Paul Bear when he was, you know put on top of another cage. It was like one of those cages. So they, they carried him out and he's in a body bag. So you can't see Joe Gacy. He's in a body bag. Then he rises like a fucking zombie and shit. And then like takes the body bag off and he has like a new mask and shit. It was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know about this dude. I don't, I don't really, you don't, you don't scare me. I don't find it scary at all. You know? Unbelievable. Just absolutely unbelievable. It, it's, and this is what he does. As his last match as champion. Not when he won the title, like now I'm going to set a bigger stage. I'm going to have a world title run that winds up on the mid card. I'm going to do all this Facebook nonsense. And then, right before I lose the title, I'm going to put everything I can into my entrance. Yeah, he reminded me of like the ECW zombie last night. Yeah, that was always a good thing. Yeah, so I, I don't care to see that ever again. Uh, Leo Rush had a great entrance as always. I, I dig his entrance. Um, yeah. Music and everything kind of works. And dude, you can tell this guy can be a star because he, if you pay attention to the little things that he does, his mm-hmm. entrance, he matches his body movements with the with the beat. You know what I mean? Like he rises when the beat fucking picks up. Yeah. And if you just watch it, you're like, yo, this dude fucking, you know, planned this out like perfectly. You know what I mean? Like he perfected his craft with, with Gacy, you know, walking like a zombie and shit. It's like, eh, dude, I'm, I can't get into this. You know, like, fuck is this? And then you, you you go from a zombie to flipping out on fucking three people front row. And uh, they really got to him last night. And he started fucking throwing chairs around, breaking chairs. <laughs> yeah, tell me about that. <laughs> yeah, he was he was breaking chairs. And he was throwing them pretty recklessly, you know. And that's why I think that was kind of a shoot. I think he was trying to, like, you know, 
show the fans that like, oh, he is crazy. Like, like yeah, that, you know, let let one of those chairs hit a fucking fan, and you know, hopefully DJ will take care of the Bills. But um, yeah, exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, Grasso got hit with fucking one of the chairs, right, right in the leg, and this dude got red as fuck. You know what I mean? Like this dude started flipping out. He went to Lyle. He started flipping out. Oh, this is fucking bullshit. You fucking just be reckless throwing chairs around. I don't fucking appreciate this. I'm here to do a job. You know, I'm not here to get fucking hurt. This, that, and a third. Runs to the back. Fucking, you know, I'm standing by the entrance, like right by the curtain. So you can kind of see the, the, the backstage, you know, when they're, mm-hmm. they're back there. Um, so he's over there. He's, I don't know if he's talking to DJ or Maven or whatever. He's like flipping out back there. And then they, they sent him back out like 15 minutes into the match. He was staying away from Gacy, though, the whole time. You could tell. So uh, I, I doubt he approached them because class. No, clearly Hamhead's a piece of shit. I'm so glad he got hit in the leg. I wish it would have shattered his fucking kneecap. He's an asshole. He's a complete fucking ham-headed asshole. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, man, it was it was fucking. That made me so fucking happy. Shane sends me with a, a message. Grasso got hit with a chair. He's flipped out and left. <laughs> that was like the fucking best update you could have sent me. Yeah. It really was funny, though. I hope they caught it on camera, which I'm sure they did. Cause, uh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Because, I mean, he was thrown around the chair, so I'd assume Smart Rock was, you know, recording that because that was – Leo was laid out, so they're not going to be recording Leo laid out. They'll Right, yeah. Action, and that's what he got hit, so I'm sure you can see it. But um, that was a great fucking match, though, as much as uh, we just kind of just said he shouldn't be champion. That was a great fucking match. I'm which sure I- it was, and that's the thing, too. The guy can work a match, and that's that's the part that I think even hurts people's feelings even more is because they're reacting to his title run, not his performance. And, and that's the thing. Like He can go out there and tear it the fuck up with Leo, but everything else about what happened previous destroyed their look on what he is as a champion. So, you know, it's, it's hard to follow that, and I'm sure that hurts. Fuck, man. Imagine putting on that type of athletic performance, putting that much pain and, and you know, energy into a performance, and then immediately be told, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, that's got to suck. Yeah. I don't really know what the stipulation for the match was, but they had uh, one of the druids, like, put up candles on each turnbuckle and lit them. And uh, I remember how, you know, your show, when, when you had Jeremy on, you guys were talking about how Carnage Cut was just being completely reckless and uh, essentially just being a liability with, you know, having the fans put up the razor wire and shit like that. And I'm just thinking, like, yo, like, CZW with, with DJ claiming to be as professional as he is and getting licenses for everything and getting everything okay before he does it, I just found it kind of weird to have candles lit on, on the fucking turnbuckle when it's six feet away from the front row. You know, all you need is, is, is one guy to fucking, you know, miss a spot or something and the candle goes flying and you get hot wax in somebody's eye. You know what I mean? Like, it's I, I didn't understand that whole thing. Um, but they like blew them out. And then one of the security guys like went and blew one out. I, I don't really understand what that was about. So I don't even think it had anything to do with the match. I don't think uh, it was like a stipulation. Um, but, uh, they used every fucking weapon you can think of. No, no, like extreme ones, no light tubes or barbed wire or anything, but you know, the typical, like, you know, trash can, tons of tables, ladders, and yeah, kinds of crazy shit. But, um, they actually, uh, used some Legos too. Um, I think it was just listed as CZW rules. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't anything too crazy. But um, it was a great fucking match, man. They had, a, they had a ton of spots. I can't even begin to, you know, name all of them. But it was yeah. definitely check it out if uh, if you're into this kind of stuff. It was a good match. But um, Leo is, is the new champion. Uh, rumors are that he's headed to NXT pretty soon. And uh, 
you know, it would make sense why DJ would give him the title because it looks good on him. And yeah. uh, you know, NXT guy that just debuted was the CCW champion two months ago. You know, mm-hmm. is it? I mean, I don't know. I, I prefer him over, over Gacy. Yeah, me too. I don't know what I'm with it. I don't think he's going to be there every month, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, well, I mean, you got what TOD coming up, right? When, when is that? Tenth, uh, June tenth. June tenth. So, I mean, that's that's right around the corner. Are, are they doing another June show, like in the skate zone? I have no idea. I show up late and leave early, sir. I have no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's happening until until the week of. Yeah. So maybe they're doing another show, you know, next month, and then um, you know, they got like July to cover. You know. Because from what I'm hearing, it, it might be like a summer deal where he winds up at an NXT. Yeah. So yeah. you really only got to, like, book him another two shows. and. Yeah. I hear you. But, um, I mean, I don't think he's going to be a TOD or anything. No, no, no. That's what I mean. If it's, there's a June show in the uh, skate zone, then that's the only other place to book him. Yeah. Uh, Sammy Callahan was supposed to go against Jake Crist and uh, Shane Strickland. Uh I guess like the Chris family had a family emergency, so he couldn't make it, which is fine with me. I, you know, as a singles match, that was good anyway. Sammy Callahan and fucking uh, Shane Shane Strickland is, you know, some of you may know as was a kill shot. Yep, yep. kill shot. Yeah. Um, great fucking match. I'm not too big on on Strickland. Uh, he's a little too smiley for me. He's a little too happy. <laughs> Dances around way too much for me and all that shit. But he's too great. Much joy in that fella. Yeah, there's, there's way too much happiness. Uh, but uh, I mean, he's he's great in the fucking ring. I just I don't know, man. But uh, they had a fucking brutal match, dude. Fucking kicked the shit out of each other, you know. And it got real disgusting because I don't know what's with Sammy. Ever since he he you know left WWE, he loves spitting on everything now, even more than he has really. Yeah, but it's even way more now, man. Now it's just like disgusting. He just spits loogies on himself and fucking chops people with it. And last night they just started fucking just spitting on each other back and forth like. Probably 10, 15 times in a row. It was fucking disgusting. Ugh. And, you know, I just, dude, I, another reason I never wanted to be in the wrestling business. Too much fucking disgusting body fluids, you know? <laughs> I don't need some dude sweating on me. I don't need some dude spitting at me. I don't need any of this shit. Too many yeah. unwanted fluid exchanges. Exactly. <laughs> One is yeah. too many, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I'm sure the, uh, the Bucks Belmar was probably the worst thing in the world oh, for you, huh? Yeah, dude. Was That's who was like. Drinking everybody's spit. Yeah, like, yeah. This dude would walk around with a cup and and get people to spit his palm. Him. Yeah, was it a was cup his palm? palm? And he oh, would have people spit dude. in his hand, oh. and then he would drip it into his fucking mouth. Oh. Collect the fans oh. spit, oh. and then drip it into his mouth. That's why, like, that's one dude. He he's back in wrestling now. He retired, but he's back now. Oh. And he's one dude I know would make a shitload of money in the WWE because he is disgusting, and he will go to any length to That's... get that that gross factor reaction oh, he dude, puts I'm... cigarettes in a bottle shakes it up and drinks out of it like he he's just fucking disgusting and uh this is the he most... can make a bunch of money with that that's for fucking sure this is the most uneasy i felt on the show ever <laughs> that was fucking disgusting man and i've seen it i just try to forget about it but ugh. you know what's weird about the uh the jay chris thing um now you know you had a family emergency this and that you know i'm not going to question that or anything but um what is strange is at 8.10 yesterday, he posted, I love, quote-unquote, vets in this business. And then at, like, 10.30, he posts, 
if you're a bozo, please get out of the business I killed my body for, even if you've been in it for 16 years plus. Just some advice from a person that's not a bozo. So, I mean, he he had a family emergency that immediately made him think about people he didn't like in the business. I I don't know. I mean, speculate all you want, but that's just weird. Yeah. Could be a coincidence. Could be more to it. Yeah. So, I don't know. But uh, I like Strickland, so I'm sure the two of them killed it, minus the uh, saliva exchanging. Yeah, way too much of that, dude. Way too much. Way, way too much. And, of course, you know, they shook hands and danced with each other at the end. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, that was, so that was a thing. Uh, there was a fucking little uh, vignette that they played that was, uh, I don't know, man. It was like in a fucking ballroom. It was a bunch of like little girls in a ballroom, like doing like a choir thing. And they were saying, uh, what's this kid's name? Um, the kid that I sent you the, his picture last night. And you were like, he, he did a show in January. I forget his name. Austin. Ace Austin Ace or something. Austin. Yeah, they were saying, and the kids, you know, repeatedly just kept saying, like, his name's Austin something, his name's Austin something, trying to be, like, creepy in, like, a creepy voice. So I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm like, oh, shit, is this, like, it almost reminded me of, like, a Bray Wyatt type of gimmick. And then comes this kid, who's legit 18, you know what I mean? Like, the biggest, yeah. biggest baby face you can imagine comes out with, like, a card trying to be cute, like, flip it in the crowd, and, like, it's like, oh, uh, yeah, you guys spent all that fucking... Because it was legit, like, it was shot like a movie, you know? I was, like, really impressed by it. I was like, oh, this is, like, who are they investing in? And then comes this kid. I'm like, oh, Dojo Wars Ace? Like, that's that's good, I guess. Yeah. And this comes out, you would expect such a big vignette in the entrance. You would be like, oh, shit, they're actually gonna do something with this guy? Comes out, fucking trickling, and, and Callahan just instantly super kick him, laid him out for ten minutes while they danced. So that happened. All day dance. Wee! All right. Fuck. That happened. Yeah. But, uh, I'm trying to think what else was on this show. Uh, Schlack and fucking O'Hare came out. The Storm of Entrails or whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah. Uh, Schlack was hands down the most over fucking thing the whole night. Hands down. Even more than, more than uh, if not more, right there with Tremont and, and Janela. You know what I mean? Schlack is fucking over, dude. This guy came out. Uh, it wasn't... I mean, it was supposed to be a match. I don't, I don't remember how it started, but uh, they interfered with somebody. I think they interfered with the Sammy Callahan and, and Strickland towards the end, and then G Raver and Stockade came out and attacked them, and the match started. Uh, they didn't do anything too crazy. I mean, it was like a regular. It was a decent match. It was what it was. It wasn't even a match. It just lasted for about five or ten minutes. They kind of brawled in the crowd and did a couple spots here and there. But uh, the funny part was, um, <laughs> O'Hare went to the crowd and he was like. And people were, were chanting Schlack, you know, and he goes, Storm of Entrails, Storm of Entrails. Not one fucking person. <laughs> they were like, no, no. He started doing the no chat and they started doing the Schlack again. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah. That's yeah, brutal. It's, it's just, I don't they know. should start with the no Storm of Entrails, only Schlack. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know, dude. Schlack needs to be on his own, man. That dude yeah. is fucking money and you're just wasting them on a shitty tag team. I, I don't get it. If they chant like "No O'Hare, only Schlack. No O'Hare, only Schlack. Yeah, Schlack started the only Schlack thing, so it'd be his fault for giving him the idea. That is true. That is true. <laughs> Maybe he was trying to subliminally get people to start doing that, so he can leave the tag team <laughs> without taking the taking the heat for it, you know. Yeah. But um, that match was cool, man. I mean, Masada came out at the end, uh, and it was it was you know I like the visual of seeing him and and Schlack one on one in the ring. That's gonna be fucking insane. Um. I talked to Masada at the end, man. This dude was like fucking like blasted out of his mind, <laughs> which, is, which is nothing new. But uh, 
You know, he was only there for an appearance, so it's not like... Which, yeah, dude, that's, that shocked me that they flew him out from Texas to f- do a fucking two-second promo. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, you couldn't afford him any other month? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, maybe he was in the area for something else. Who knows? I, I would hope so, man. I mean, I don't, I don't... I didn't see anything else as far as any other shows using him. But, uh... I don't know. Um, Danny Havoc and Devin Moore, I guess they're doing something at TOD. Which, yo, like... I used to be a huge Havoc fan, and I, I like I like more I like more more as a person than you know actual wrestler. I like I I enjoy talking to the guy more than I enjoy watching him. Um, Drew Blood was out there, Connor Claxton. Like I, I dude, I just don't give a fuck about like Nation of Intoxication at all anymore. Like that was yeah. ever since like 2013. What was it? 2013, 12. After that cage of death with uh, you know, sick Nick Mondo coming out. After that, they just needed to end that shit and just you know, it was dead after that. I always thought from the start the Nation of Intoxication completely dropped the ball on their gimmick. I really think like um, you know, back old CZW, uh, I don't even remember what year it was, but there was the Irish drinking team that was um uh Ian Knox and um Chris Styles, I think it was. And uh they used to come out, they'd come out with like a bottle of Jameson, walk around the ring, they'd bring out a keg with them, like an empty keg, and they'd do spots on the keg during the match. And there's sometimes that, like, you know, um, Styles would go for the tag and fucking Knox would be too drunk and not paying attention and shit. Like, it played into their matches. It wasn't just like, we're friends and we drink and so that's our gimmick. It's like it actually came into play with, you know, right. the performance. And I, I always thought they dropped the ball on that. I, th- I really think they could have done a lot with that. And they really, really didn't. It just was like, we're friends outside the ring, so we're going to be a team forever. And it went on way too long. And, um, you know, a lot of talent in that group. It's just, you know, classic CZW not knowing what to do with themselves. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, they've definitely been put on the back burner, man. I mean, I haven't seen Lucky 13 in, I feel like, probably like a year at least. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I yep. feel like I haven't seen that dude forever. I mean, Black G's is going. He's, I don't see him coming back anytime soon. Um, there's a ton of people. I mean, Havoc is barely on ever. Yeah. Moore is barely on ever. You know what I mean? Havoc, I always feel like, um, is kind of on like whether he feels like a basis or not. He's not really like a, you know, like journeyman indie guy where he's working all shindy shows and this show right. and that show. He kind of like picks his dates. I'm sure he has some kind of legitimate job. This is not, you know, where he makes his money or he'd be homeless. But, right. um, um, you know, he's one of the best deathmatch wrestlers in the world. So I think he just kind of picks like, I'll, okay, I'll work that date and, you know, and then takes like a couple months off if he feels like it because you really don't see his name show up anywhere. Um, GCW and CZW is about it. I know he yeah. was on. He did a couple of Beyond shows with like yeah. uh, the Nation, and that was mm-hmm. about. It. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I can see him, you know, losing motivation after a while too, because it's like he's not one of those guys again, like like Tremont, you know, not a guy that's necessarily trying to go to WWE or anything. This is like kind of what he does as a you know side thing, as a hobby, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, um, so I, I can see it getting tiring after a while, especially seeing the company go from what it was to what it is now. I'm sure. sure a lot of those guys, you know, I don't want to throw any names out there, but a lot of those guys, you know, feel the same way as you, you and I or anybody else, quote unquote, bitching or complaining about CZW. A lot of the fucking people that work there feel like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Talk to half sure. the rest in the fucking in the parking lot, see how they feel about the show. You know? Yeah. And um, that's always a bad sign when you have people going out there busting their ass and they during intermission they're like, yeah, this is fucking terrible. You know? Yeah. Ask one of the wrestlers, dude, what was up with that booking? And watch them go. I don't know. Yeah, every single one. <laughs> I don't know, Not like tune in, man. You won't believe where this is going. They're like, Fuck it, I don't know. 
Yeah. Uh, definitely. <laughs> Especially Devin Moore. Ask him any questions about CCW and he'll... Or see how many people just shake their head and go, DJ, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, I mean, from, from what I hear, Sammy's been taking over the booking or whatever. So hopefully mm-hmm. that... You know. um, if he, I, I guess he didn't take over this month because he laid down for uh, Strickland. Uh, I mean, he's just, been, he's just been getting pinned by everybody in CCW, I feel like. I, I don't think he's won a match since he's came back. Uh, yeah, I mean, he can't be a, that consistent a guy. He's a guy that's booked everywhere. So, I mean, to just put himself over, I don't think is a good idea either. I mean, it's probably better to give somebody a rub that might be able to be booked. You know, yeah, but I mean... Uh, Strickland's rough to bring in too, so it's kind of a no-win. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, with guys like Leo, where he was doing more shows than, than Callahan was, I can understand. Gacy, you know, they were building them up for the champion. I can understand. Mm-hmm. Strickland kind of, well, I was like, yeah, that's kind of pointless because this dude's here just as much as you are, you know? Right. Might as well get a win after fucking seventeen losses in a row, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it is it is what it is. Um, the main event, I think I think this is the only match left from what I can recall. I'm probably wrong there. I probably missed like six matches. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, the main event was the Cage of Death structure, which they announced mm-hmm. Cage. I don't know why they yeah. said they were advertising a new Cage. This was not new. Clearly, this is the same Cage as Cage of Death, uh, yeah. minus all the other you know barbed wire and light tubes and all those spots. Um, so it was a regular cage match. Uh, Joey Janela and Matt Tremont for the main event. Both guys were fucking obviously, you know, super over. Probably two guys other than Schlack that I dig on CCW. With those guys leaving, like, I, I, there's really not much else for me to look forward to in CCW on a monthly basis. Those two guys are probably the only reasons. And now Schlack that I even go um, is to see their match. Other than that, like, I, I can miss a David Starr. I can miss, you know. I like the Chris Brothers, but I'm not driving to see the Chris Brothers. You know, I'm not that invested in those guys. But those guys are great. Though. Like Chris Brothers, like those are. I'm not trying to like shit on them. They're fucking amazing. But like, I just you know, yeah. it's not something I would drive to. Um, but Tremont and and, and Janela and Schlack, guys like that, you know, I've, uh, always like supporting. So, but um, this match was was pretty fucking crazy, man. I mean, they used a ton of thumbtacks. I think uh, Janela got like power bombed on the thumbtacks three times. His whole back was completely fucked. Um, with tax, you kind of get a late reaction because, like, you don't see it in person. It wasn't like, you know, white feet or bloody or anything like that. But the pictures he posted afterwards, you can tell he got pierced, like, you know, a thousand times in his back by the tax. But um, there was a couple cool spots. They used one pane of glass, um, which I kind of expected, you know, when they bring out the cage of death thing. You're like, all right, well, they're going to use one at least or two. Um, other than that, I mean, there, there was a swanton that uh, Joey Janot did from the, off the top of the cage. Which kind of scared me because the, the table that he had set up was way too close. So he barely hit the table and just his ass got all of that. You know, yeah. I, I don't know how this dude walked around afterwards because Tremont caught his head and the rest was all his ass on the floor. And the table didn't break. So he just bounced off the table and just landed on his ass. Shit, uh, shit looked fucking brutal. Uh, Janela is nut, man. I don't, I don't know. This dude yeah. fucking kills his body every single – he always says he's not doing deathmatch stuff. But it's like, dude, what you're doing is probably – gonna hurt you more than, than deathmatch stuff unless you're falling off the roof again but uh no no it was it was a really good match i enjoyed it i mean tremont this was one of the matches that i wanted to see him do before he retires was always the like janela and tremont should go match um so he got that under the belt which was kind of weird to me that they started out as a cage match you know what i mean usually that's like the blow off you know <laughs> i don't know first match in a cage is Kind of weird. Yeah, um and i don't know how much you know there was going into it that they knew about that or whatever but you know, Joey, after the, the match, I guess, announced he's done with CZW. He's quitting CZW. I think um, I, I didn't I didn't see it or hear it 
so I'm just going off what other people told me, but, you know, did some kind of shoot promo on DJ and not dealing with him anymore. I think he put GCW over and, and said he's over, he's done with CZW and that's, that's, I didn't know if, you know, going into that match, they said, you know, let's make something big. Cause we're not going to be doing a three month feud that ends up in a cage. We're doing a cage and I'm, I'm out of here. I don't know if there was anything going into that, that they, they kind of knew, you know, let's, let's just, uh, do everything we can. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know, uh, but, uh, that was, I guess the result of it. So Joey's done with CZW, at least for the time being, you know, it's, it is wrestling and, uh, you know, I'm sure it'll be back at some point or another, but at least to be saying like, I'm out of here straight up. I mean, it's, it's going to be at least a couple months. Yeah, he'll be back for like Cage of Death or something like that. Yeah, I mean, personally, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see him be the guy that takes the belt off of Leo with their long history with the uh, the feud and everything. I don't know how legitimate it is as far as him being done done with CZW, but they if they give that illusion and, and he's the guy that shows up for like an open challenge and beats Leo for the belt, you know, how fitting to close their their chapter before Leo goes off to the WWE for probably his biggest feud in CZW joey janela to come back and take the title off him right which is uh, i said i kind of said the same thing on on facebook earlier like i think joey would have been the perfect person to take off of him you know what i mean because honestly who else is out there that can take the title off of leo right now they don't have anybody that's that can carry that belt other than schlack you know what i mean which i don't think they're gonna do schlack and leo i wouldn't mind it i'd love that but he's an attack team you know what i mean he's not doing that shit but um i don't know man janela i mean I asked him earlier if this was legitimate, and he said that he's he's looking into doing some other ventures over the summer or whatever. But I found it kind of like a bullshit excuse because he's still doing GCW and On Point and other places. I mean, he recently just did SWF. With um, those, like, I, I think On Point, he said, too, that he's taking he's stepping away from there, too. Well, that's what I thought. And then I asked, uh, I asked Loudy, and he said no. He said he still was On Point. Oh, all right. He said he's just taken off from doing, like, every indie in, around the area which and then i was like oh well you mean just czw because you know he's doing swf if he's doing that he's i don't think <laughs> doing too much wrestling is, is his issue i think it's more of you know probably either a booking or just not seeing eye to eye with dj whatever the case may be and um this is like pure speculations i don't have any fucking you know background info or anything like that but i think gcw has a lot to do with this decision you know what i mean because a lot of the guys that work for gcw also work for czw like danny havoc uh, Schlack, G Raver, Joey Janela, Tremont. I think a lot of guys like uh, <clears throat> like Havoc, DJ can't really say shit too because he'll just be like, all right, well, fuck it, I'll just leave. I don't really need this. You know what I mean? Right. Like, or 50 bucks a month or whatever the fuck you're giving me to come out and, you know, bust my ass. I'm just doing this because I like it. The day I don't like doing it, it's, it's like doing podcasting. You know what I mean? The day I don't like doing this shit, I'm, I'm leaving. Nobody's paying me. Right. Right? It's not worth it. You can't tell me what to do. Um, I think a lot of those guys have a little bit more leeway with uh, DJ. Um, like Tremont, you know, like Tremont is, is more to CZW than CZW is to Tremont now. Tremont is a, is a well-known guy around. You know mm-hmm. I mean? Without CZW, he'll still get bookings. But a CZW without Tremont right now would be even shittier than it is now. So I think a lot of those guys, he kind of lets them do what they want. But with a guy like Janela, maybe he asked him to kind of, you know, slow down a bit or stop trying to put him over as, as much. Or maybe he asked him for... You know, CZW plugs too many times. Hey, you know, advertise us just as much as you're doing GCW. Because if you go on Joey's page, it's all GCW pretty much. Yeah. I mean, speculation-wise, I would just say, you know, to look at it from DJ's perspective, you know 
Janela, there's not a which side are you on. You know he's a GCW guy. I mean, GCW gave him, you know, Joey Janela's spring break, and that's going to be like a yearly thing. WrestleMania weekend is going to be a Joey Janela presented show. You know what I mean? He gives they Which give him still, everything. Like, it's they, a good idea. It's it's different. You know what I mean? But you know, either way, I'm not calling it bad or good. I'm just saying that you know they are really presenting a lot of things. You know, for Joey, Joey's been a JCW guy before he was a GCW guy. Like he's been he's been down with them for a long, long time. So it's not you know to me, it's not even a question. It's like if you were to ask you know. Who you know? What side do you think Tremont falls on? I'd say he falls on CZW side all day. Now, in his case, I you know I speculate again. It's all speculation, but I think we're looking at the end of Tremont's run. He said many and many times he's about done and this and that. So I think when it comes to that, you know, from DJ's perspective, it wouldn't be really smart to say, "Hey, you can only work here." If you know he's talking about six months left in his career or something like that, you know, I, I don't think you're going to go, hey, dude, here or nowhere. Like, you're either going to get that last huge run out of him or you're not. And obviously, you know, they are with Onita and, you know, the different things they're doing. I think everybody's going to get a big chunk of Tremont in this last, uh, you know, burst he's got. If this is what he's doing, if he is wrapping it up, he's going to give his all everywhere he goes. So I think to to put like an ultimatum on him would just be ridiculous out of anybody who would do it. So I, I think that's the case there. And then, you know, when it comes to free agents, like those, those G ravers and stuff like that, I think that's kind of up in the air for DJ to give that type of guy an ultimatum. But I, I think the other guys, there's reasons why you just wouldn't either try or it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And not only do they give him uh, you know, the spring break in his own shows, I think a lot of times, GCW is a lot more invested in Janela than than DJ has been. You know, like they'll they'll basically let him go out there and be like, "Hey, who do you want to wrestle like as a dream match? Who did you want to wrestle as a, as a kid? Oh, Marty Janetti. Okay, we'll make that happen. You know what I mean? Oh, you want to see you want to wrestle Vader? Man, ah, contact him on Twitter if if he says yeah, we'll we'll book him. We'll make it happen. You know what I mean? So I think with you know that also, I guess makes him choose a side. You know what I mean? And overall, like he has just as good matches in CCW. I don't want to say he, like, half-asses it anywhere he goes, but you can se- you can tell he's happier when he's in GCW. And, um, I don't know, I, th- I think it's a better fit for him anyway. I'd like to see him do both. I don't want to see him choose sides, but uh, I don't think it's a case of him trying to slow down wrestling. I think that's bullshit. Because, um, again, if he's doing SWF against those two, like, teenagers that were, like, 15 a week ago, I don't think it's a case of getting tired of doing too much wrestling. You know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what he's up to with all of that. I, I mean... Whatever he's getting into, he's getting into. Um, I, I know just as far as Joey goes, Joey's like a diehard loyal guy. So if he's like a GCW guy through and through and CZW and GCW are cutting each other's throats, I, you know, I, I personally, you know, from CZW side of things, I would just let him go do his GCW thing, you know, because, you know, he's going to ride or die for those guys. And I mean, he'll come on your show and he'll break his ass. I mean, the, the guy is he's a bump machine. He's willing to go above and beyond in the ring and everything. But as far as behind the scenes, like, you know, is he on our team or whatever? Like, there's no mistaking his loyalty. I mean, he's very, very open and honest about, you know, who he's backing. I mean, you know, there was a point where he was team PWS. And, man, that dude would fucking, you know, I I had a problem with him online because I had a problem with Pat Buck and Tap Out. And he immediately came to their defense and was ready to fight me over it and shit. And, <laughs> you know, we talked about it years later. And, uh, 
he ended up hating those guys and or at least tap out and um so did i and it was like oh man we're cool so i mean when he's down with somebody he's down with them i mean there's there's no maybes about it so i i really don't know what goes on behind the scenes but um like i said his loyalty is where it is so uh, you know i i understand it i respect it yeah and uh like i said i left early so i didn't see this whole shoot thing or whatever um, I know he didn't mention GCW though on the microphone. He, he didn't. Put it, no, he didn't mention it. Okay. Because um, I asked, I asked Lauderdale. I was like, "Yo, like, what happened with the DJ thing? Did, I mean, uh, not DJ. What happened with the Janela thing? Did he go on the mic and you know name drop GCW?" And he was like, "Nah, he didn't, he didn't say anything about GCW." The fans just started chanting GCW when he said he was quitting CCW. Uh, I guess like uh, he like, you know, kayfabe wise broke up with Penelope Ford and she's with a uh, Feinstein's nephew now. What's his name now? Jacob's Jacob Friedman Friedman. He changed yeah, his name. From I don't fucking know. I mean, the the dude, you know, he's talented and everything, but to come in with the name Feinstein and like, you know, well, that's why he changed it. I think way late decides like, wait a minute, they're yeah. associating me with the other guy who everybody. I mean, come on, how long did that really take you to establish that was going to be like a yeah a thing? Especially when you're actually related, you know. It, are they actually related? I don't know. It's his, no, it is. That's his actual nephew. Like that, they are really? seriously related. Yeah. So now it's uh, Feinberg or whatever the fuck. I think it's Friedman or Friedman, some shit like that. He changed it, and he'll correct you every time if you say Feinstein. Maxwell, uh, Feldman. Jacob. Yeah, Ma- Maxwell Jacob Friedman, Friedman, whatever. And he's the new wire champion. He took it from Yuma, which was completely pointless because the dude defended it like one time. It's like, what the and fuck? again, again, you know, the, the, the wrestlers are criticized and how dare they fucking, you know, Oh, look, they're, now they're cheering this guy. Like he's the best thing ever. No, they hated Yuma. Yuma was a ridiculous idea to begin with. He was put the fuck over because he's a big part of the Hollywood thing that booked DJ. And that's the only reason he was ever put over as a champion. He wasn't over as a face. He wasn't over as a heel. He wasn't over as anything. And suddenly, because DJ's getting booked in California, their guy gets a fucking belt. Get out of here, man. Get yeah. Out of here. yeah. Especially like when they're, they get zero reaction when they come out to the East Right Coast. before, <laughs> not for nothing, but Janela had that belt. And it was right before the weekend of Joey Janela's spring break. They made sure they took the fucking title off him before Best of the Best weekend. Uh, on, I, I didn't even notice that. Did not even notice that. But, um, yeah, overall, it was, it was a good show, man. There wasn't a single bad match that I watched. Um, but, I mean, that's that's the issue with CZW because they'll put on a great show. Next month, it'll be a fucking shit fest. It's not consistent at all. You can't get invested in it like you could, you know, five, ten years ago. It's just, it's different, you know. Right. There's no sense yeah. of at all. Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's just it doesn't draw my interest the way it used to. I, you know, I could I could read the results and tell you how I feel about them just from that. And, you know, I have enough, you know, uh, past history with, you know, watching these guys to know how I'm going to feel about it. But, uh, yeah, it's it's just it's not special. It's like everything else. It's not like nothing else. It's it's like everything else. Yeah, it's the exact opposite of what they're advertising. Right. Um, um. It's crazy. Yeah, so they started selling the Onita tickets, and uh, I think general admission is thirty-five or forty-five. Um, yeah, I heard more than that. Not thirty-five, definitely not thirty-five. Is it? Yeah, it's probably forty-five, and then front row seventy-five. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which I honestly, I that's what I expected. I thought front row was going to be like a hundred. You know, I, I I don't. 
really blame DJ for raising the price. I mean, he's going to have to spend a lot more money. Yeah. Uh, I mean, those fireworks and, and flying guys out from Japan, a whole crew to do fucking pyrotech is not cheap. Um, I think the licenses, he probably had to pay a shit ton of money to get the licenses. Mm-hmm. No, it's not, this is not a regular show. So no, you should no. expect to pay 20 bucks to get in and, you know, pay 40 or 50 for, you know, front row, whatever the case is. But, um, yeah, still dude, won't be an eye pay per view. Most likely, they still will not have their shit together for it no. to even be an eye pay per view. No, no. There's barely any Wi Fi, dude. I can't even connect to my phone. Fucking unreal. Fucking skate zone. You know, and it's a Comcast fucking building. Comcast, people that supply internet. <laughs> you know, like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that is fucking hilarious. Yeah, you can't get fucking Wi Fi in a Comcast building. You know, it's terrible. But uh, yo, there's a, a match that happened last night with Ar Fox where he took uh, he took the tubes and he took like a cabin log tubes, um, which if you don't know what they are, they're it's just like a square of tubes. They they you know duct tape a shit ton of tubes together and make a huge square. Yeah, like if you made like a, a house out of Lincoln logs and make that light tubes. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, any any thoughts on him doing deathmatch spots? I mean, the only time I've seen him do one is Cage of Death, and I, mean... I put it done. I have a couple questions about AR Fox. When did he start walking out there with a dog? I mean, I, I <laughs> that's another thing he's doing. Yeah, it, I don't know what he's doing. When, when did that start, first off? Second off, um, this was against uh, Ace Romero, who's like Rocky Romero's obese cousin that just does damage at barbecues, at family barbecues. He's the guy that just does <laughs> collateral damage. Yeah. Um, I... I I don't know. He he's like a morbidly obese guy that does dives, and apparently he's getting booked all over the place because of because of it. Um, he looks insanely fat. Um, well, so Fox is doing uh, like deathmatch spots, light tube log cabins. That's not like a couple tubes. That's like I mean, yeah. probably twenty tubes combined, right? Yeah, all in. Probably yeah. Yeah, at least and um, five took- side at least yeah. Yeah, he took it, you know, like some kind of suplex off the top rope through that shit. Like, I mean, look, he did his thing in Cage of Death was two years ago. Yeah. Um, Amazing. I mean, his performance was crazy for a guy who doesn't do that. He was doing everything without hesitation. Crazy, crazy shit. I never seen him go, you know, further into the deathmatch world after that. But some fucking show in Maryland against, uh, you know, Rocky Romero's obese cousin. I, I mean, I don't understand. Like, what is the, what is the build? What's the payoff? Like, yeah, uh, I didn't know that show existed until I saw a 10 second gif of AR Fox taking a big ass suplex through a ton of light tubes. I wouldn't even know that company does light tube matches, let alone AR Fox does them. I didn't even know that company existed. Me yeah. either. You know, it's definitely not worth it in front of fucking 70 people. You know what I mean? I can understand a cage of death that he did it because it's like, you know, the CZW's WrestleMania or whatever. They packed the house, 1,000 people, 1,200 people, whatever. Uh, in front of 70 people in the middle of fucking Connecticut, Maryland, wherever the fuck it was. Maine, I think it was. Maine, uh, okay. Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. It just, I, I don't know. It just kind of shocked me to see that. But uh, I can see uh, giving somebody the, a light tube spot, him taking one, uh, it's just kind of weird. I mean, you know, I mean, let's let's... Let's be honest. We're we're questioning the business decisions of AR Fox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not something we're, you know, we're going to be fucking blown away by his decisions in life, are we? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're getting fucked on the ass, I don't know, man. I can't. I mean, I just I I'm not going to, you know, 
re-describe the situation, but I, if AR Fox does some out-of-line shit or some shit that you really wouldn't approve of, we're just going to go ahead and say it's AR Fox and, and move on. And he's referring to the gay porny that he, he was banging some fucking dude on camera for money. I mean, it could be anything that I'm referring to, but yeah, that, that does stand <laughs> out. Yeah. yeah. Once you bang a dude on camera, man, it's not something you can run away with from, you know? Um, yeah, just, I don't know. Uh, Atsushi Onita, man, we were talking about, uh, on the tickets, it said the skate zone, I think. Um, I really think it's a skate zone. I, I think it's happening, dude. It's, it's gonna be in Voorhees. I just don't know what type of fans are getting in there. And I don't mean like, you know, dirty, non-washing people. I mean, you know, um, yeah, like literally fans, air moving fans, you know, um, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing to get the smoke out of there. And, you know, some people were saying online, oh, don't you remember your old CZW matches? It's not going to be a problem. Like, no, they're bringing in pyrotechnic people from Japan to do this match. It isn't it isn't a thing where it's just going to be like a failed experiment. Like, it's going to be fucking smoke. Like, it's going to be big explosions, crazy shit that hasn't been seen in the fucking States. And I just don't know how you do it with that ceiling. I don't know how you do it with the, with the lack of ventilation. I mean, there's times that, you know, Cage of Death packs a big house in there, and it's fucking hot. Like, it's, it's yeah. fucking hot. Like, there's no real, like, air conditioning situation in there. Um, I, I don't, maybe there is, uh, I don't think so though. I think that I remember like complaints about people going, it's fucking crazy hot. And they named the next show like heat or something but, like <laughs> <laughs> fucking box the fans. Like, I don't give a shit if you're hot. Fuck you. The show's called heat. What do you expect? Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, if, if smoke is piling it, there's just really nowhere for it to go. I mean, I guess they can kick those side doors open and put like giant fans on them, but. Is that really going to be enough? Nah, dude. It's explosions, man. We're not talking about tubes and shit, you know? And even filming-wise, you're going to lose that shit if you can't get that shit out of the way quick. Yeah, dude. That's, dude, that's exactly what I was saying. I was saying the only people that are, that are going to be able to see this once in a lifetime is Tremont and Onita. <laughs> yeah. Who else is going to be able to see this shit? It's going to be fucking smoked up, you know? And, what? you know, if it gets smoked out where people panic or something like that and then try to, like, get out of there, man, that's going to be a fucking disaster. Yeah, Oh, yeah. one person yells fire. Oh, dude, not only that, imagine all the little teeny boppers and shit next door. Yeah, skating the Britney Spears music, holding hands, and there's fucking rampaging animals come flying out of there, all unwashed and fucking panicking. Christina, Christina. like a bunch of fat, feral cats come fucking blasting out into the ice rink. Oh, shit. While they're skating to the hat, the bottle, popcorn fall out of their folds and shit. Oh. Yeah, that's disgusting, man. <laughs> Might be worse than the Bucks Belmar bullshit. Oh, good times. Uh, real quick, um, unless you got any other topics, I want to get into TOD real quick. Uh, TOD, we got Masada and Schlack, which is going to be fucking absolutely insane. Um, what other matches do they have? I think they have that Havoc guy against John Wayne Murdoch and uh, RSP in a three-way, which is going to be fucking crazy because... I remember you saw that show with uh, RSP and and uh, Wayne Murdoch when he did the IWA Crimson Mask. They fucking they killed each other. So I'm expecting oh, yeah. I'm expecting to be you know see tons of blood in those matches. But uh, I think probably Schlack and um, Masada is going to be match of the night for me to see 
Uh, may not be actually the match of the night. Obviously, the finals are probably going to be crazier. But as far as which match I'm looking forward to, it's definitely that one. Um, another one that Tremont is doing, kind of like a quote-unquote dream match, I guess, that he has to do before he retires is Pondo. Uh, yeah. And Pondo is coming up to TOD. which uh, not tournament, yeah. Yeah. Which was kind of obvious because he was booked for that H2O show. And I was like, dude, if he's in town, like TOD, like they got to use him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I guess he'll be doing that. Uh, also, I guess they got Danny Havoc, um, Connor Claxton going against Drew Blood and fucking um, Devin Moore, which it's probably going to be the usual like oranges and Legos and scaffolds. This shit's in June though, right? Yeah. Well, we'll touch June. on this shit again. Yeah, June 10th. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's all the matches that I remember from that shit. Yeah, we'll touch on this shit again. I don't even have the card up or anything, but, you know, we got time before it and we're going to do this weekly, so, you know. Yeah. And then uh, maybe we'll have, uh, you know, Jeremy talk about, like, IWA King of the Death matches sometime. Yeah. That's happening pretty soon, right? Like, two yeah. weeks? Two weeks. Yeah, I mean, that's that's going to be... That's going to be intense, man, because he's going, and not only is it King of the Death, but they're doing two shows before, and those shows are stacked. Like, they got crazy shit on there. We can talk about that uh, next week. I, I'm not really sure on um, the date of it or whatever. I think it might be next week, right? Something like that. It's either next week or the following week. Yeah, it's coming right up. But there's, you know, they have, like, a Thursday and a Friday show, and they got, like, Janela's on, I think, all of it. Tremont's there. They got Kingston. They got uh, they got a lot of people. Sammy's over there. They got a lot of talent on those cards. Yeah, yeah. We'll definitely talk about this next week. I know they got sixteen uh, participants, which they got they got a ton of people. That'll be, yeah. that'll be good. Some of the people I don't know, but for the most part, they're sure. all big names. Uh, Reed Bentley is on here. I didn't know he came back. I guess he's doing IWA. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. But uh, with that said. Um, Check out JCAT Wednesday, Yakuza Kick Radio, blogtalkradio.com slash Yakuza. And uh, check us out Wednesday, same places here, mixler.com slash THT Podcast, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Uh, Boxman, thank you for recording this. JCAT, pleasure is always doing this shit. We'll do it again next week. Yeah, uh, people will come up with a time. We'll, you know, people, we don't have to like plug it last second every time, so people can just come tune into the same time. But we'll figure that out in the upcoming weeks. Um, next week, we'll talk IWA King of the Ma- Death Matches. Um, and the other shows that they're doing. I didn't even know they were doing three shows, but we'll talk about that and uh, any other random shit that may pop up. Good? Yeah, man. Let's get the fuck up out of here. All right. right, Thanks for listening. Peace.